Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hey guys, it's Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and we are once again rocking it on this episode, rocking the COVID, I guess we're calling these music-based episodes during this strange time in our, our life, right? Normal occurrences here at the Striegel household, barking dogs in the background, screaming kids, uh, don't know how much of you, screaming wife, <laughs> I don't know how much of that you're going to be hearing, but we're, we're playing music on today's podcast, and I had to invite back my friend Eric Bonenstiel, because I had such a great time with him uh, playing his tunes on the podcast, of, oh, well, I don't know, five, six weeks ago, whatever that was. He's going to check in with us on the phone in a little bit. And before we do that, I want to play some songs that you guys picked. So let's do this right now on Talking Metal. Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Here's an old classic that sounds just as good today as it did when we were kids.
go much more into awesomeness than that. I mean, Metallica at their greatest. And I know, yeah, maybe it's not the deep cut that, you know, some of you guys expect here on Talking Metal, but it's it's epic. It's one of my favorite Metallica songs. And it, I guess it's one of Chris Riley's favorite Metallica songs, too, because he just joined us on Patreon. He's chipping in uh, every month to make these episodes happen. He is really one of the executive producers of this show. He's a guy who lives over in the UK, right? Uh, Chris, I'm getting your T-shirt over to you. Don't worry. It's 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 just a little more complicated with... Uh, I'm in New Jersey here with this COVID-19 stuff. The lines at the post office and stuff doing the international thing is a little more difficult than normal, but you will get your Talking Metal T-shirt. I'm set, got your size here. got your address. I'm looking at it right now. Just, just give me a little time. But in the meantime, we are playing some tunes for you like that one. Uh, Welcome home, sanitarium, and let's hit your other one too. You requested some Motorhead. Let's do it. No class by Motorhead for Chris Riley. Chris Riley. Thank you, Chris. Really appreciate your support on Patreon. Guys, please consider joining us on Patreon. Victor and I do a a podcast there. Every week we post a podcast for you. It's an exclusive for the patrons of Patreon and that you can donate as little as $2 a month and you get that 
bonus podcast every week, which turns, what is that, like 50 cents or less a week for a podcast? Uh, yeah, and it's great. You know, it's not the Talking Metal podcast. It's it, I like to call it the Grouchy Old Man podcast because Victor and I a lot of times just go off on things. Uh, I, I'm a little more free with my opinions and stuff. Uh, you know, there's certain bands and artists that listen to this podcast that I want to be able to interview. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to sometimes express my, my true opinion on this podcast. I'm just being honest, but uh, on that, anything goes, anything goes, but listen, even on talking metal, I try to keep it pretty straight and narrow. If, if I, if I hate something, I'm not going to talk about it on, on the talking metal podcast, you know, for the most part, there's been a few exceptions in the 860 some episodes that we've done, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, it's just chaos here. The dog has not been fed. So uh, I guess Emily's feeding the dog. And, and I'm playing a song for you here on the podcast. This is... You feeding the dog? Feeding the dog. This is going out to John Barron. I lost my train of thought. I don't even know what I was talking about there. But this is going out to John Barron. It is some Thin Lizzy. John, you wanted me to pick you a Thin Lizzy song. And uh, yeah, here we go. This is the one that I picked for you, literally. I've got to find an occupation. I've got to be myself a boy. It's a bad situation. My brain is destroyed. I got to find a new vocation. I feel it burning down inside. Such a low.
This is the one by Finn Lizzie going out to John Barron who gave a hefty PayPal donation. I appreciate all the support you guys give me on, on Patreon where you get that bonus podcast every week. Uh, I, you get a bonus videos and stuff on Patreon. You get tons of content that Victor posts. It's a great hang on Patreon, and we get a lot of interaction from people like Mike Jones, Stephen Saylor, Steve Hoker. The list goes on and on. Jerry from Long Island is there. But uh, John Barron, right, right there, he donated through PayPal, another way to support. And, John, I hope you like that Thin Lizzy song. Uh, one of my favorite Thin Lizzy songs for sure. John Sykes, yeah, wow, can't go wrong with that one. Uh, Metal Dan on Patreon, you requested an interview with Blitz. That's coming up probably in the next episode, Bobby Blitz. Stay tuned for that. That's going out to you, Metal Dan. Hey, and once again on the line, we have Eric Bonenstiel calling in, a good friend of mine from the days of old. Eric, I guess it was, what, like four or five weeks ago that I spoke with you last on the podcast. And I got to tell you, at that time, I was hoping that uh, we would be out of this quarantine nonsense uh, <laughs> by early May. But here we are, still it still in it. Nine weeks ago. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, crazy. I know you're probably you're doing the homeschooling thing, and are you working from home yep. too? Yep, doing both. And uh, the I got to say, the homeschooling thing is twelve times harder than anything else. Yeah, um, for anyone else out there doing it, uh, as as I know you are too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, I, I see on social media, these people are like, I'm so bored. And I, I've never been freaking busier. I'm like pulling my hair out. It's right. like trying to get all this stuff done. And most importantly, I got, you know, two kids in two different grades. It's like the Google classroom. It's like there's 90 different passwords for each kid. I, I spend at least 30 <laughs> minutes of every day trying to figure out passwords for get, things. For, that, yeah. Get on this get on think plop and quickle squirt and all these new apps you've never yeah, heard of like, yeah what it's all yeah and for two fairly tech savvy ish guys right it is uh sometimes insurmountable a challenge to manage all that man yeah, yeah. well en enough of that nonsense let's let's rock because i really enjoyed when you were on last time just playing some tunes and kind of yeah, getting it absorbed great. in the metal if you will so i tell you what why don't we hit a song we'll come back and talk some more this is a band that you mentioned last time, but I don't think we played them. Havoc. Uh, fill us right, in again on, on who these fun. guys are. They're a band that's been kicking around at this, you know, since you know the mid two thousands, late two thousands, uh, from Denver, uh, all American band, um, and is just firing on all cylinders. On their each album is subsequently better than the next. Some people are calling. I've heard some buddies and other people say like, "This is their master of puppets." Their new record. They're wow. one of the tightest, most, you know, uh, proficient and just tightest bands. Ah, they're just unbelievably fun to listen to and see them grow as a young band. Um, and I've just been into them as this whole thrash resurgence started in, you know, 2005 or so. And I think they, Warbringer, a few of the other bands out there are just now kind of playing yeah. at the level that, you know, the senior members of that world from the Bay Area and Germany were at you know in the late 90s early 2000s um or late 80s early 90s sorry 
So yeah, this wave, they're definitely the uh, the cream that's risen for me to the top. They, yeah. This new record is phenomenal, and the song opens up with a kind of a funny, it almost sounds like you're logging on to a modem from 25 years ago, the way they kind of construct the song at the beginning. It's kind of jarring, but a lot of fun, a good mid- mid-tempo, and it's got some faster parts to it, but a, a good crunchy mid-tempo blues over a tune off the new record. Let's do it. Betrayed by Technology by Havoc here on Talking Metal. here on Talking Metal. Eric, I wanted to ask you, what about Municipal Waste, a band I got into a couple years back? Are you familiar much with them? 
yeah, and you know, they, they were one of those bands, you know, like remember Overkill many years ago, where they were always like the mid-tier band, meaning, you know, any package, they would always be the middle band. Solid band, I can't really speak to them either way. I mean, I, I, I've seen them live three to six times. I'm, you know, I can't remember how many times. They were a lot of fun. I never dug into their discography, so right. I can't really speak to them. But I know a lot of people like them. Maybe just you saying that inspires me when I find time when everyone goes to bed. I'll go dig into some of you know, Municipal Waste stuff. Yeah, they kind of got that like skate thrash vibe about them. You right, know? Yeah. right. Good stuff. But anyways, Havoc, very cool. And, you know, we're still in the thick of this COVID-19 here thing in the in the northeast i know you're in connecticut i'm in new jersey both of us right outside of new york city basically what what do you think like what's your opinion what do you think is going to happen to concerts i mean are some of these bands done you know i was talking to my wife emily the other night and we were just like you know kiss and david lee roth were out touring and they, they had to cancel a bunch of the the shows at the end of the uh the the that leg of the tour and I never thought that we'd get to this, but is it possible? Like some of these bands like Kiss and David Lee Roth at that last show they pay- played in wherever it was, Tuna Fish, Ohio, that that was the last time they'll ever right. be on stage? I mean, is that is that a possibility for some of these you know, older bands? Well, you know, the, the, the dad rock guy in me says, you know, well, boo-hoo, you know, yeah, boo-hoo for me and boo-hoo for them. Who cares? Like, I've seen them a million times. Seeing Kiss or David Lee Roth now is just kind of a little sad to me because I know you and I could have a whole right. other conversation about whether that's Kiss or not. But I, I, I really can, I'm concerned for more bands like Havoc and Below. You know, the younger, smaller bands that play smaller places. If you're if you're a Kiss or a larger band, you're going to be playing Madison Square Garden. So you're going to play places like that that are going to totally adapt and be able to adapt to whatever the new normal is from spacing people, if that's the way of the world. I don't know who knows where it's going to be. But for smaller bands playing typically smaller, packed kind of, you know, sardine cans on the on the club circuit here and abroad, that's a whole other monster that has to be untangled. And, like, what is that going to be, right? right and right. bands coming up where, you know, we, you and I kind of went through the thick of the collapse of the music industry where bands, you know, revenue stream is is a majority of touring right and, yeah, and merching absolutely. and all that kind of stuff right so you know kiss will go back to their scrooge mcduck you know vault of coins and be fine they're 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 doing it because they like to do it, it for no other reason right they don't need yeah. to be doing it but yeah my, my concern and thoughts are kind of about you know smaller smaller little businesses of bands you know and what is that going to be i mean I, I have a lot of friends in nashville and you know a lot of country music has gone to a lot of virtual shows um but there's no revenue you know, in that of, in my opinion no least. no but i mean you know that could be monetized too i mean in some way although i will say you know from a sound quality standpoint listening to a bunch of echo echoey people on zoom is not probably i'm not paying for that right you know so i don't know i mean it's it's all speculation and who knows but you know to your point you know, these, even the big bands. And I said, boo-hoo, but, uh, like, you know, I mean, I like to see all those bands out there touring because a lot of people enjoy to go see those bands. And yeah, could that have been the last show, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, and, I think if this is going to go on for, let's say it's the extreme scenario where there isn't a vaccine until a few years or ever. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that means that a lot of these older bands that this might be, this might be it. 
I mean, this is again, right. I'm, this is the doomsday scenario. And I've been trying to be optimistic about this. Like people, I keep right. telling people, oh, concerts will be back in June. You know, I was saying that <laughs> at the beginning of April. Now I'm like, oh, right. you know, then then I was like, well, yeah, in the fall, everything's going to be fine. Now I'm like, shit's not coming back for a long time. I mean, uh, that's right. kind of where I'm at. And Gene Simmons is 72 and the Stones are almost 80. Right. So, yeah. Right. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, 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 who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But, yeah, we, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, yeah. I, I love the fact, the very fact, though, that, I mean, I know, you know, obviously a lot of these albums that are coming out now were made, you know, a long time ago, you know, on a relative basis. The Havoc record came out on Friday. Obviously, that was in the can in January or whenever it was and done but it's gonna be interesting to see how albums are now being made right because i mean it's only two three months right now but you know just like movies and film content being created is gonna be an interesting question you know come mid late summer yeah agree yeah it will be a new normal as as they say so pagan's mind uh-huh. We have a. This is a band I've I've heard mm-hmm. a little bit about these guys, and I I remember hearing a couple of their songs, and definitely was interested in them. Uh, okay, interested in this song. What do you got for us? Yeah, they're they're they are of of my ticks for today. They two of the bands are both from Norway. This is one of them, and they are a frustrating band to me because I I, I this is not the kind of genre of metal that I'm typically into. It's kind of like. It's kind of, uh, it's really progressive metal, lands in the Queensryche lane pretty comfortably. Um, but they just, their musicianship, their songwriting, everything was, it just captured me. And I, I was, I kind of got into them about 12 or so years ago. And they were putting out records pretty consistently. consistently. And then in 2011, they put out their greatest album, I think, which is their last album. But they're still together. They've never changed members. They also they also write about a bunch of sci-fi stuff, and I'm not a sci-fi guy. Most of their stuff is all about that movie uh, Stargate. Oh, oh right, which, right, right. Uh, yeah, it was a TV a series too. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I don't know anything about that stuff. I just love the music, and uh, this tune that I sent you is my favorite song of their whole canon. But uh, I like all their albums. They're it's. It's much harder and heavier than Queensryche, but it's definitely in that kind of, you know, power metal slash Euro metal slash progressive metal world. And uh, yeah, really good over the top guitar playing, uh, just histrionic, great vocals. And then, you know, they, they haven't put out a record in almost 10 years, but, you know, they're still together. They're still very active on Facebook and social media. They put out a big Blu-ray like four years ago. And I, I've never been able to nail down as to why, you know, a decade wait when they were putting out records every two years. No health concerns, but I don't know. I just don't right. know. But yeah. uh, a great band, I hope, comes back pretty soon. Cool. So. Pagan's Mind. This song is Intermission. We're listening to a bunch of songs picked by my buddy Eric here on Talking Metal. Again, Pagan's Mind. Here we go.
Intermission is the name of that song, handpicked by Eric. And I know I went over this on the last uh, episode, but back in the day, you always used to give me big collections of MP3s all burn onto CDs and stuff, and I still right. have all those and, and definitely always valued your, your picks back in the day, and it's been great reconnecting with you during this whole COVID-19 uh, craziness and, and hearing your picks once again, because uh, some great stuff here, Eric. No, I love it. You're 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 my conduit to the world. I mean, I, I I talk to a couple of friends across the country, here and there. You know, late night, you know, beer calls and stuff. But uh, reconnecting with you has been an absolute pleasure because I just know you and I appreciate so much of the same stuff and I'll, and turn each other on to stuff that we may not not have ever been you know kind of clued into. So. Yeah, well, yeah. absolutely. And this next band, a band that I remember back when I was in high school, even TNT. But I think this song is yeah. a little more recent, like a decade old or so. Tell us what we're going to hear. Right, right. Here's my other Norwegian pick of the day. TNT going back to 82. Uh, I saw them growing up a couple of times in Germany. Um, kind of a power pop metal act. But deeper than that, like if you kind of skim the surface a little bit, their guitarist is one of the most bizarro guys out there, kind of in the Michael Schenker uh, guitar hero sort of way to guitarists and he's always had all their albums or their their discography is very inconsistent it's genre bending it's all over the place he changes every album they've had you know three well, they're on their fourth singer uh this record is their uh from their third singer um who was only there for a few albums this album's yeah like you said 10 years ago they put out an album about two years ago that completely flopped because, I mean, they swing for the fences and not all their records hit at all, but it's always interesting. And Money Latecro, the guitarist, like I said, in the Michael Schenker kind of vein, he'll get you to a hook. He can write a monster song, 
but he's going to take very underrated real... guy too. I mean, it's a name I've been hearing very for underrated. years, and it's like he never. I mean, I was just talking with uh, this guy Philip Schaus, who's the new guitar player in Accept, and we were talking about how Wolf Hoffman is so underrated. But Ronnie Latech, right. what's his name, Ronnie? Latecno. The Tech Row, right. Le-tech-ro. Far more yeah. underrated than even like a Wolf Hoffman. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. And this song specifically, it's a fantastic, it's my favorite song of theirs for many years. And it was kind of a return to form from a style standpoint on this record, which, by the way, they're also confounding about this confusing band with, you know, poor, bizarro management and whatever else is going on in their business side. The album has two titles. It was released in December of 2010 in Japan and then quickly released elsewhere in the world with a different title and a different cover. And I oh, think okay. possibly a different uh, track listing. But this song is on both of them. And um, I just say for this song, great tune, um, great, great uh, driving tune. But uh, wait for the solo. The solo is a uh, knock to your head. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Ship in the Night by TNT here on Talking Metal.
right. TNT here on Talking Metal. We're talking with Eric. Eric, do you do much like on, on social media? I know you have like the family uh, Instagram account and stuff like that, but is there any Instagram or Twitter that people should follow you on? No, not really. I haven't really gotten so much into that. I mean, I have friends who do do kind of a more personal one, like people who collect vinyl or, or other friends in bands and, you know, things like that. But I haven't really dove too far into that to like, you know, I don't, I don't have a brand about myself to build. Right. Okay. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. Well, we're going to end yeah. things with our, our current chat with, with Eric and a band. I, I remember you talking about these guys like years and years ago decades ago oh, actually yeah. exumer tell yep. me fill me in because i've forgotten did they're yep. from new york band where are they from well the, the story the story thickens um i grew up with mem the singer in germany and the other singer guitarist uh, paul arakaki in germany in frankfurt when exumer was kind of like a b-league band but very very respected in the scene they were just below they, they they were more on the tankard level, but Creator and Destruction and Celtic right. Frost and those kind of bands and were kind of at the at the A League of that scene at the time. But Exumer was in the in that world, and they put out two records on a label over there. Broke up after people had to move and just you know get on with life. They got back together and played Vakken in 2001 with just about the yeah the original lineup, and that was a one off. And I put together a metal night with Paul, who lives in Hawaii now. Mem and I were living together in Queens at the time. And I put together a metal weekend. And Paul came in. And there was a meeting of minds, which is kind of my point, but I never really advertised it. And we had a great weekend. And they fired up the guns again back then. Um, put, uh, recorded yeah. a demo. I feel like I, I remember meeting him through you a I couple think times. You may have, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then they recorded a demo and got signed uh, to Metal Blade for a three-record deal, which they just released the third album last year, and this song is from that. It's a very Exodus-y, mid-tempo. Most of their stuff is pretty fast. Um, I've always loved Exumer, and I've always been kind of a root-for-the-underdog kind of guy to get, get them you know, kind of on the map, and they are now. I mean, they tour constantly. They, you know, Metal Blade has picked them up for another record, if not more. So they're doing well, and uh, they all just kind of they're spread between. Mem lives in New York with the bass player Tony, and other guys are in Germany. So they're kind of a German American band now. Cool. Let's check them out right now on Talking Metal. This is Dust Eater by Exumer. The last four songs here have all been picked by Eric, and again we appreciate his music programming expertise for this episode of Talking Metal. So here we go, Exumer. Get the past, for sure you lose this fight 
little exhumer here on Talking Metal. That song was Dust Eater. And uh, yeah, man, it's great reconnecting with you. And thank you for sharing some of these tunes with the Talking Metal listeners. Always, man. I, I need to... Uh, you're, you're keeping my, my uh, pistons firing in my head for like things that I th- think other people may enjoy, right. as I enjoy. You know, specifically you, but you and your you and your audience. So yeah, yeah, no, it's it's very enjoyable. Um, I mean, I, I'd like to see feedback on like if people like anything that I mention. You know, <laughs> okay. what are, you know, if people are like, oh, that was the dumbest song I've ever heard. Right, right. I like those comments too. Right, <laughs> right on. So yeah, we'll we'll uh, get the people providing some feedback on Twitter and and whatnot, and I'll definitely. Let you know for sure, and I have a feeling everyone is digging your picks because I know uh, the last episode was was well received, and I got uh, actually a lot a lot of feedback that people have just been enjoying the music based episodes. You know, we did set interviews aside for a handful of episodes when we first went into right, the right. lockdown and quarantine. We've slowly brought the interviews back. But again, I Why really not? enjoy these music episodes because it's hard for me to listen to music. I don't know about you, but I, I'm like I'm listening to Ten Ten Wins and then you know CNN and then flipping over to this station and that station and the listening to the oh, governor's breath. Like I can't stop. I'm like addicted oh, to news. Pull the plug, like the band Death said. Right. It just oh, I, I had to pull the plug on it, and I say that with with 94% confidence because. Yeah, I pulled the plug on it because I was every day, you know, just having the ticker of death rate and, and mayhem, and now murder hornets have been found. It's just, right. it's just every <laughs> yeah, day. Right, like, exactly. Dig deeper into the well of just awful news. And not that I'm, like, burying my head in the sand. I mean, it just is what it is now. It's like it, I've I've had – I've only found solace in music from the, you know, mayhem of being on lock, lockdown and homeschool. Yeah. And then flipping on the news at night, I just can't right. do that news stuff anymore. So I like, right. I'll, I'll give myself ten minutes, you know, on the on the phone on the toilet. And, hey, okay, bad news. Yeah, great. Yeah. I got to get back to my life. So right on. yeah, right. So, on. All right. Yeah, well, man. Well, this has been great. I appreciate yeah. it. And as always, thank you, Eric. I'm trying to think. I'm going to hit a song right now. What what uh, what do I want to play here? Did you listen? To, do you like that Night Flight Orchestra? Do you hear them? I played them on the last I did. episode. It's yeah, kind of interesting I did. Band. I, 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 I'd seen that record flying around. I just hadn't checked into it yet. Um, it's yeah, like, it's yeah. like cheese ball, hard rock slash yacht rock, you know. But it's like it's funny because right. it's like the right. guy from like Soil Work and Arch Enemy, or it's like a bunch of like you know melodic death metal guys in the band, but they're doing right. is, almost is, doing is, yacht is rock. Michael, is that Michael Amon from Arch Enemy? No, it's uh, Charlie D'Angelo yep. who is the bassist and uh, of Arch player, Enemy. Right. He played with King Diamond for a while too. He played King Diamond, right? Yeah, right. yeah. So he he is the guy uh, on huh. uh, in the I, Night Flight I, Orchestra. Yeah, I knew it was like I knew it was a like you know super group of of sorts, right? It was like guys from other bands and whatever. Yeah. I, so, but no, I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I've I've got a I've got a cheese ball one for you. Yeah, um, go for it. If you'd ever like to play it, but I really enjoy it. Like I don't know if you ever listened to Yorn. Yeah, that much, absolutely. You know, Yorn yeah. Landa. Yeah. Yep, definitely. He put out. He put out. He, he I love his stuff just because he's such a Dio kind of worshiper, and it's just very much in that Dio world. But he put out a covers record 
check. I don't know if you checked out the cover of uh, Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill. His no, cover. I've not. I've not heard that. You know how covers. Most covers just don't land. All pun intended. This right. Jordan Land version is uh, really good. It just he 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 makes it his own. And it, but the song structure of it and the melody works for that kind of. You could almost you could hear Dio singing it easily. So it right. works. And I've been enjoying. It. In fact, I'm going to listen to that right now when I get off the phone. Right on, right on. I'm, I'm just flipping <laughs> through stuff uh, to play here. We could play Arch Enemy, Savy. Did you know this band, Savy? No. Yeah, they're kind of interesting. They're. Um, we'll play a little bit of them to take us out. Uh, how, how do you spell it? What's the name of the band? S E V I. S E V I. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Nope. Yeah, Never yeah. heard of them. We'll check them out right now on Talking Metal. This is Follow Me, and uh, again, thank you, Eric. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Take care. Yeah.
friend Eric Bonenstiel. Eric, thank you. Stay safe, my friend. And uh, let's rock again at some point. All right. And big shout out to my friend Joe Ryan, who supports us on Patreon. Joe, you are awesome. I appreciate it. Uh, we hung in California at the Rainbow when I was out there. What a great vacation that was. Emily treated me for my birthday and took me out to California. We stayed out in Malibu for a while. Then we were down in uh, Hollywood for a while. Wow, what a great memory. And it was so fun to hang with Carl Alvarez, my, my other friend, and Joe Ryan, again, a big supporter on Patreon of what we do here on Talking Metal. I do want to end with a song for you, Joe. And let me make sure I have this in infidel ambush, right? The band is Ambush. The song is Infidel. And this is a good good tune, man. I, I dig this. Thank you for requesting it, Joe. And I, I hope you've all enjoyed your songs <laughs> and Eric's songs, all right? 